Joel Radio's back. How you doing? Checking in from lockdown in Ferndale, Michigan, the palatial studios of Joel Radio. Sitting here. Week four of lockdown? Week three? I'd have to do the math, but it's been about a month since we were told. Coronavirus is here. Don't go out of your house. And this is the second edition of Joel Radio from that. So we'll uh, we'll catch you up on how we're doing here. Not only at the uh, Palatial Studios, but in the Detroit area. Which is, uh, if you've been following the news, you know that Detroit is one of the worst areas. For coronavirus cases, one of the hardest hit areas, especially in the inner city. So what's going on with that? I don't know. I think last time on the show, I, I, I mentioned that uh, is there, uh, you know, people in the inner city not doing the social distancing thing? Are they, uh, you know, are people sharing, sharing weed? Are people sharing liquor bottles? I don't know. What's the deal? People going to church? When they shouldn't be, we just had Easter. It was Easter yesterday as I'm recording this. So I don't know. I don't know the solution. I do know this. I think the cases, uh, the numbers, the number that I always look for when I watch the news, and I, I believe me, I do not try to, uh, I don't try to uh, watch too much news or read too much news. And I, I probably read it more than I watch it. But um, the number that I look for to see when this pandemic is going to be over is the number of new infections and in the state of michigan the number of new infections dropped dramatically over the weekend in fact it was a little over 600 yesterday and that was down from 1200 the day before and then i read an article says well you know the 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 sunday numbers down because the capacity of the lab is lower on sunday or labs so that could be. So that may not mean that that we're reaching the peak of this uh, coronavirus, and you know, so that's bad news. Um, I guess a couple other updates. Uh, a couple of the people that I knew that had the coronavirus when I was talking to Steve Miller and, and probably in my intro last week, they've recovered and they're okay. So that's good to know. Um, and also you remember I was sick last week, last show. I I swear to God, as soon as this hit, like about a week in, I could not breathe uh, through my nose. I uh, congestion. It even hurt a little bit to take a deep breath in my lungs. But that all went away. I'm doing all right. I think I I got some allergy meds that seemed to help. The Flonase, the uh, what's the other one? Allegra. You take those. Those seem to help. Uh, so I actually feel fine. I think my voice is a little better today as well. Um, and I hope you guys are doing good. I, I know that, again, like I said, I don't think that there's as many podcasts coming out. And again, as a guy who's, you know, trying to be funny about stuff, um, yeah, that's tough. That's tough right now. It's tough to find humor. And uh, I think uh, we'll, we'll find some uh, with our first guest, Ted Moss, today. And uh, 
and certainly got some good stuff to watch. You know, that, that is the good thing. You got lots of time to watch movies. You got lots of time to watch TV. And there's some good stuff that, that I can recommend. Some lousy stuff, too. But mostly good stuff, I think, uh, if you got your streaming services. And a lot of them are free. HBO's doing a bunch of free stuff. I should make sure to run that down. I'm going to write that down here. Free HBO stuff. Because I think the HBO stuff I'm going to talk about today isn't free, but it's a lot of stuff that we've watched in the past that was really good. I think Big Millions is on there and some other stuff. So anyway, we'll probably get into that, too. Uh, my girlfriend Layla will be joining us to, to review the movies and TV and who knows who else. I've put out lots of calls to folks to say, hey, come on the show today. And uh, we'll see who shows up. Maybe not all that many people. I don't know. I don't know what people are doing. Maybe they just don't want to talk about it. I get it. You don't want to be funny in a time like this. I understand. The old joke, right? Saturday Night Live after 9-11. I forget who it was. and it was, I think it was Lorne Michaels. They, they invited Mayor Giuliani of New York City on after 9-11 for their first show. And they said, uh, Mayor Giuliani, is it? I think it was Lorne Michaels who actually said it. He said, is it, is it, is it okay to be funny, funny again? And uh, Giuliani said, why start now? So I feel like that's kind of where we're at uh, as far as this goes, as far as trying to be funny. So I apologize, you know. Um, oh, I guess a couple other uh, quick updates. If you're a comic listening to this, you can now file for unemployment. They have made that available for, uh, in, in the state of Michigan anyway, uh, that starts today. Maybe that's the federal guideline because there is federal stuff too. I am collecting unemployment as an employee of Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle, which has been shut down due to the uh, coronavirus outbreak. And I've been receiving uh, a portion of my weekly pay, which is not all that much money <laughs> once they whittle that down and take their taxes out. But... Donald Trump, to his credit, and, and the Congress passed uh, the stimulus bill, which is giving an additional $600 to everybody that's on unemployment. And I'm happy to say that as of today, I've collected my first payment in that way. Again, heavily taxed. <laughs> I think they took about 80 bucks out of that. But that is an additional money. And my, my $1,200 stimulus payment is pending in my account. So, you know, good shout out to them. Good job. You know, you can say whatever you want about Trump. I see all these articles now about what stuff he said in January. And I mean, fuck, everybody missed this, you know. I mean, every government in the, in the, in the world underestimated what this was going to be. So I'm, I'm not here to, you know, I, I will give credit to the government for doing the right thing by people like me and my girlfriend who's laid off and certainly any comedian or, or uh, entertainer, anyone that's self-employed. Um, you know, that's, that's great stuff that we can get help in this time that they are going to help us. They're, they, they are essentially, the way I look at it is they're paying us to stay home and be healthy and that's okay. And we'll do that. We are doing that. Um, but I'm not going to go back, you know, to New Year's Eve when this news broke and said that, boy, we should have locked down the country and closed the borders. Cause boy, when Trump closed the borders, people don't like that. You know, and I know people are going to go, oh, you're, you're shilling for Trump or you're Republican or anything. I ain't voting for Trump. Never have. Never will. I don't vote for the, the two party candidates. 
Not interested in that. Not interested in playing that game. But I think in this case, you got to give them credit for what they're doing now. And what they're doing now is okay. That's just my opinion. You can differ with me if you want. But hey, when comics, I see this. Boy, this troubles me. <laughs> Maybe it's just one guy, but you know it's more than one guy. Guy going, I'm ready to blow my 1200 bucks on podcast equipment. Holy shit. You can't tell comics how to be responsible with money. It's just not it's just not going to happen. But anyway, I think it's time to check in with somebody <laughs> a man who's certainly been on this show. And I think I think if I was going to say who's in a good place right now to survive the pandemic is this guy. Because he's I think he's got uh, I'll, I'll explain. You'll know when you hear Unless he doesn't answer. What his problem is? Ted Moss. Ted Moss. How you doing? It's Joel Fragamani. You're on Joel Radio. Oh, uh, what a surprise. Good to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Joel. Ted, how you doing? Now, I was just saying to the audience that, if, boy, if you had a good, if there was a place to survive a pandemic, yeah. the Ted Moss compound is probably yeah. a good place for that. <laughs> That's right. I think Anybody it is. Anybody that wants to come join me, come now. Mm. I'm taking joiners. No, no, no. People cannot go to your compound. You have to sit tell. there alone. No, that is. A, <laughs> I will report you. Believe me, you don't think that people in the government aren't listening to Joel Radio. Is that what you're trying to that, say, Ted? <laughs> we're, we're being monitored. Yes, believe um, me. This goes to the highest levels. Gonna, they're not going to do anything about it. Come on over. I'm having a quarantine oh, party. You are. Now, the rules are... You have to be alone by yourself for 14 days and not go out in public, <laughs> but then you can come to my house for a party, and I'll trust that you're telling me the truth when you arrive. Well, if we're talking about comics, believe me, most of them have been alone <laughs> for decades. <laughs> uh, I think you got to worry about 14 days, adding uh, attacking on 14 days to that. But you are, you know, you actually, uh, aside from a couple of dogs, you live alone. Yeah, you know, this is normal to me. It's like everybody is now living my life. Mm. Here's what, what it feels like to live all alone, and it, you can't tell Monday from Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the life I live, so to me it's pretty damn normal. Well, but, uh, you know, for you, here are a couple things that I, I look at uh, your life and I go, you are of the age where if you were to get coronavirus, it could be harder to recover from well yeah i'm overweight i'm old and my immune systems have been broken down for about 10 years matter of fact i take medication because of okay that. Um, yeah I'm, I'm likely to die <laughs> <laughs> so i mean are you able to go because you know that's the thing now in michigan you got to wear a face mask when you go out are you doing that where do i go to buy a face mask i, I don't know where to wear one if they give me one. Well, you make one. Where do I get one? Well, here's my serious... I'll tell you my face mask situation. I have been wearing... Well, well first of all, uh, Layla's mother, you know, she's pretty crafty. She makes... She can sew. She's got a machine, the whole thing. So she made a couple of really nice-looking face masks. For, one for me, one for Layla. And yeah. she dropped them off on the porch. Didn't never came into the house, but she drove by, left them on the porch for us. We went to Kroger to get some groceries... And I realized at some point, probably five minutes into the shopping trip, that I could not breathe through the material that the mask was made out of. 
And I'm like, does Layla's, right. does Layla's mom, is she looking to get rid of me here? Either by saying, yeah. we're going to suffocate you, and if not, you can take the mask off and die of, uh, of COVID-19, right. and you're, Layla you're will take all your money. You. Yeah, yeah, that's not a good idea. Yeah, so, so basically what I've been doing is I'm actually wearing... It's not as funny as it sounds, but it's funny. He says, I'm wearing an insane clown posse bandana. There you go. Over my nose and mouth. Now, when I say an insane clown posse bandana. Is that that required that you wear a mask if you go out? Okay. It is a CDC suggestion. It It is preferred that if you go, you cover your mouth and your nose. Um, oh, and okay. I think the other I'm thing going, is I'm going, I'm going shopping. I'm not, I'm not going to do any of that. Well, you might want to. And here's the thing: not, not even, not even for you, but it may make people around you feel a little more secure that your mouth and nose are covered. Nobody's going to be around me. Everybody's going to be staying back. When I, that's how it is in my life. Nobody gets really close. To no, me but I now. mean, you're going to go to a store and buy food, and and you know, yeah. There's yeah, gonna be it's like playing. It's like playing that last screen on Pac-Man, where every time I go down the aisle, well, everybody else is going to turn around and go the other way. I've, I've been to these that. stores, and they're trying to keep like they have these one-way aisles. Me, me and Layla were walking around, and I go, oh, "That's a one-way aisle." And she goes, "Oh, I don't care. I'm going to." You know, we were just going. Well, whatever. Not, I don't get it. Tell me this. Yeah. Tell me this. Yeah. I just I left the question. With Senator Gary Peters the other day, oh, okay. he, had a, he had a phone conference, and afterwards you could leave a question, oh, okay. and they will get back with you with an answer. Okay. And here's my question: mm-hmm. We isolate everybody until this whole thing goes away. Maybe we get rid of all of it, a hundred percent in the country, yeah. and then we all come out in public. One guy comes in on a plane, gives it to everybody on the plane. The people spread out across the country. Yeah. Doesn't this come back again? In essence, it's not going away. It's not ever going away. Well, the only way uh, the only way out out of this thing is one, you get it and survive. Two, you get it and you don't survive. Or three, they come up with a vaccination. Well, sure. Well, and, I think it will and, be it will be a combination of all of those things. No, well, ultimately, they can't come up. We can't. We have to stay isolated until there's well, a vaccination. Sure, and I, I and think. When do you think we'll come? Okay, you you make a prediction then. When do we September. stop being September? September. Okay, September, we're going to be isolated till September, and we need to normalize our life in isolation. That means we need to get in our fishing boats and go fishing. We need to go to the golf courses and not stand within ten feet of well, people. We need to be as normal as possible. This extreme isolation, don't buy paint and don't buy a TV and don't buy... Well, that's the governor for you and... Well, yeah, but that's overreach. Well, it might be. It It might be. Normal as possible. It's wrong. It's wrong. But living normally is what helps people spread the virus because this virus was spreading for weeks, if not months, before any of these measures were put in place. Yeah, but it's... We... What's going to happen is they cannot enforce these rules. Well, and therefore, what's going to happen is we can't enforce these rules. Therefore, you're going to get half the population trying to enforce rules that they think other people should be obeying that they aren't obeying. And the whole world is going to be filled with road rage wherever you go. You're going to be out at the store. You're going to grab a can of paint and somebody's going to be screaming at you. Well, have, because everybody's going to be mad and pent up. You're going to. 
Mark my words, you're going to have people screaming at each other because they're upset. They don't like what's going on. They don't think you're obeying the rules. The government, the cops aren't going to give you a ticket for not wearing a mask or buying paint. That's not going to happen. It's going to be the other people trying to, uh, you know, Enforce the rules. Yes, what people are doing, and it's going to be a whole lot of hell. That's going to well. Look, the the, the thing is that rules. they're asking people to abide by them and be respectful, and there will always be people that will be disrespectful. And this is true before we have any lockdowns. This is true every day in the world. People are driving like idiots because I, the, I okay. Home Depot. There's no Listen, pushes there. I I have don't you ever been to Home Depot and seen the paint aisles packed. Ever? Well, they want ever? to not give people an excuse to go. The only reason you should be leaving your home, Ted, is to go and get food and essential items to live. I disagree. I think everybody should go outside every single day. You should go everywhere you possibly can go to stay 20 feet away from everybody else. Well, if so you if you go and not stand next to people, you should be doing that. Because you have to normalize well, look, your Ted, life so you can survive it. Look, I think that, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you, but at the same time, it's we are making we have to make sacrifices at this time. And, and I said this in my intro before you got on, but look, the, the government, yeah. and maybe you don't fall into this, but you know, the government is giving most people money to stay home and not go out of their house and not be sick. Yeah, they aren't giving me any money for anything. Okay. Just so you know. I understand. Yeah, I'm not one penny from the well, government. Well, I understand. But in any case, it, but the government should not be putting rules out there that don't directly affect the transmission of the disease mm. and make life harder on people. Well, if, you, if you're going to keep people isolated for three months, and that's what's going to happen, you want people to paint their house. Let's have a project with me and the people who live here. Let's make it feel like... Because people need the feeling that things are moving forward, they're making progress. Well, can't you? I say you okay. can't do gardening. You can't. No, house, that, can't, can't you go to the hardware store helps. and get none paint? That helps the virus. Can't, I've been to a hardware store. I think you can buy paint. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm not kidding. I mean, I think I've been to the hardware store and and, and the, you know they're selling paint. No, they said no paint, no flooring. Well, no, they uh, they I, yeah, this was a, a no newer garden. order, but but I know that. Depending upon the size of the store, that may be the case or it may not be the case. And so I believe... Yeah, but not everybody's going to understand that. No, and so okay. you have some they, social justice warriors out there screaming at well, you for that, they, 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 Believe me, social justice warriors have been screaming forever. That's the least of our No, problems. and not they have online, but we're going to have road rage conversations in person where people are standing 20 feet apart screaming at each other well, because of these rules the government has come up with that the government is not going to enforce. The police aren't going to come up and give me a ticket for buying paint well, or buying flooring. I so feel like you're going to be one of... They're just setting up a scenario where people are going to be raising hell with each other and where people are locked down and they can't do any kind of activity. It's not good. I'm telling well, you. I, I'm not, not saying good. it's good. It's obviously bad, but listen... You, I don't want you to be one of the guys that's doing the screaming. Yeah, I won't be. Because that's not helping. I'm going to be violating the rules. No, you're not going to be violating them, Ted. You're not violating them. You will not be doing that. I'm going to say, look, dude, if I get it, I'm going to be the one dying. It's not going to be you. Well, then don't do any of that stuff. You got lots of stuff to do without that. Uh, I know. I just think, I think it's. You know, I've always been a guy that's been against government overreach. Sure, as I am. 
and this is government overreach. I, I'm saying, hey, do, stay away from people. Stay at home as much as possible. Don't get in crowds. Don't get within 20 feet of people. Wear masks. I'm for all that stuff. All right. But so you well, then you do it. Then you, you set the example. Pain. I want to go. Out, I want to go out by boats, and I want to spend hours. Is bo- okay, let me ask you, is boating illegal? You, you can't go fishing in a boat if the boat has a motor. <laughs> you can row out and you can fish, but not everybody's going to understand that. Some people are going to think fishing is wrong, mm. and therefore they're going to see somebody in a canoe fishing, and people are going to be screaming at them. It's just, it's bad. Well. It's, you're going to have people screaming at each other, trying to enforce rules they don't know or understand, and they're not supposed to be trying to enforce. Yes. I think I think you have to make it as normal as possible and give people a reason to live and do projects. You know, I just got in a big argument with somebody online saying, I don't want to see some asshole out there buying a go-kart for his kid. I'm going, well, no, this is a good time to buy a go-kart and have you and your kids <laughs> that you're isolated with right. out, if you have the property outside, you can amount to drive a, golf, okay. a go-kart. All right, we know where you that, stand. All right. Okay. Look, here's the thing. What have yeah. you been doing in the last, it's been almost a month now. What have you yeah. been doing in that month to occupy your time? I mean, are you, uh, what are you, what are you up to? You know, well, you know what? Uh, right before this happened, I was down in Orlando with 3,000 people at Podfest. <laughs> and it was, was probably not a good idea. Yeah. And uh, since I've been back, I started my podcast, as you know, just before this started. Yes. And so I've been working on that. I've done some online interviews, and it takes me about eight hours to, to edit those things. So Yeah, um, and I'm on one of the episodes. Yes, yes, you are. Yep, TED Talks too much. I've also consolidated those on a YouTube channel and all my videos from our uh, tour, which is on YouTube at TED Talks too much. So I'm doing that. I'm building two different websites. Uh, one website is for my podcast that talks too much. No sound I'm plugging this. Uh, and the other one is uh, I'm, build- I'm building one on Wix and the other one on Squarespace. Okay. And one is to do a golf course review website where I go out and review golf courses and okay. give them a little sticker for their door and put links online to their golf course and talk about uh, what the course is like for an average golfer. And I'm working on a class that I want to uh, provide the people out there on how to get your kid a college scholarship playing golf and what tournaments to get in and how to get national ranked and those kind of things. So I'm keeping busy. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah, my dating life sucks. So well, that's I'm the gonna... thing. If you're single now, man, you're – oh, I don't know what yeah. you're up to. I know. It's you're just tough. out of luck. Actually, I just got off all – the dating site. Oh my! First congratulations! Seven years. Wow. Yeah, I just can't canceled all my yeah. subscriptions to all the dating sites. Well, especially if you're paying money, why waste seven that to money? Shut down. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's it's uh yeah that's tough and certainly you know comedy was part of your life if not performing but going to shows and God knows when that's okay. going to happen. I mean, I made the prediction. I don't know if I made it on the show last last time. I can't remember, but I mean, I'm thinking Labor Day at the earliest for yeah, that kind of stuff, right. you know. Yeah, I think you're right. Just because yeah, they, just because they, of the way the business is anyway, summer sucks <clears throat> anyway. 
you know, the yeah. summer time. So I'm thinking in the fall, you know, but of course a lot, a lot has to happen between now and then. And, you well, know, you gotta, yeah, you got to have a vaccination for 300 million people. Well, you know, I don't, the vaccination thing I think is going to come. And I think that I have per- heard people say that, you know, we can't do public sporting events until there's a vaccination. Uh, but I believe that, you know, there, you know, if there aren't new cases showing up, um, that it will be enough to at least allow people to open, even if they choose to, you know. But but then it's the thing about, you know, when are you allowed to go to these things? And then when do people feel yeah, safe to actually go to them? And that could be yeah, completely different times there as well. So That's true. That's true. But it's yeah. going to re-spread. It's going to re-spread unless yeah, there's yeah, a vaccination. Yeah. We're going to all go have to hunker back down until Christmas then. So there has to be a vaccination. There's just no way out of it. And also, how comfortable are people going to feel? You know, getting together and yeah, groups. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, so there's a psychological thing too. So I've said for years, and if anybody didn't listen, that the way we monetize comedy is going to change, and uh, it's still good to go out. And I know comics still want to perform in person, but at some point you have to choose whether you're just trying to make money from your comedy or if you just enjoy the feeling of performing. And if you want to make money, the way is going to be online. It's not going to be doing clubs. There's not going to be more clubs coming up. There's going to be less. There's not going to be more bar opportunities. There's going to be less. So if you want to make money from your entertainment you know, talent, it's going to be online. And I don't know if those are going to be Zoom shows. Or I don't know what, how that's going to look. But that's where the money is. Well, I don't know. But who and who's spending money on this? I mean, the problem with with stand up trying to be and, and believe me, I've seen all of these guys in the last month doing these live stream shows and, and that. Yeah. And, and I feel like once you mom, once you say, hey, spend money on this, you know, the threshold gets really high because you could spend your money on anything right now. And you're competing well, with feature films. You're competing with television shows. You're competing with, you know, talented well, people. You don't, you don't huge have to, budgets you don't have to charge for it. You don't have to charge for it. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, but if, if you really start studying people that are making money online, they aren't necessarily people who are creating content, like artists, like comedians. If you go online and you go to look up your favorite song, you'll find it under its own title and by the artist, and then you'll find a number of versions of it with the lyrics up there and other pretty pictures. That's because those guys are taking somebody else's art and they don't have to pay anything for the copyright because they put their own pictures and their own print up there, and they've created something new out of it, and they monetize it. So the people that say, here are the top 10 hottest chicks on TikTok, and they put a video up there, if they get 10 million views, they're making $5,000 a month off that one video forever. Well, yeah, that's what comedians so, should do? Well, eventually, if you look at comedy, oh, there's two ways, you know, online, there's two ways it's delivered. One is short form. People are watching like 30 second to two minute clips online, or they're watching long form podcast performances. And somewhere out there, there's a recipe, and I don't know what it is, where you're going to be able to monetize your comedy by putting it online in some form, mm. and you aren't even going to have to charge for admission. 
you just got enough people looking at it. Well, tag it with advertisements, and you're gonna. Uh, you could do that on YouTube right now, but then again, and and in podcasting, the same deal. But you know what happens with podcasts is that. You are competing when money. But listen, I was doing podcasting before anybody was making money in it. You're and, like the, well, you're the first in the world. But but you know, then what happens is now you're competing on these sites, you know, like iTunes and stuff, you know, uh, where these big shows are the ones that everybody's listening to. And so it's so I don't know that stand up comedy. If I if I'm saying. You know, if you're saying to me, I'm a stand up comedy. How do I make money during this? I go. You go take a yeah. job at the grocery store. You know, you deliver food on DoorDash. That's what. That's how you're no. going to make money. No, 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 no. It's not that hard. You know what? What I've been doing podcasting for two months, and already my podcast in the comedy section is in the top 800 in the world <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, now. That's... Now there's 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 500 million. Is it 500 million? <laughs> yeah, I think there's 500 million YouTube channels. There's there's one million uh, podcasts out there, but out of the one million podcasts, only two hundred forty-seven thousand are active, where they're still putting things up. Yes, out of those two hundred forty-seven thousand, you know, probably seventy-five percent of those aren't very good. A lot of those are people. Okay, we're going to put our church service up online, so they aren't really trying to monetize their no. You know, thing. and a lot of it's just mom pop. If you watch a lot of them, it's just people chatting about things you don't care about. Not entertaining. Not people with opinions. Just they aren't very well, good, quite frankly. This so would have been easy a... to be in the top ten percent. So to be in the top twenty four thousand in the world in podcasting is not that hard. And there's a lot of people out there now that are listening to podcasts. Yeah, but I mean, what is that? What does that pay you? To be in the top 800 comedy shows. Well, that's the thing. You have to learn how to monetize <laughs> it. Now, well, there's, a, no, there's some guys that are developing a new system in, in a way to monetize podcasts. It's going to come out in the next six months or so. You learn this at a, the convention. A, I'm sorry? You learn this at the convention. Yes. Yes, I talked <laughs> to some of the top, top, top people in the world uh, that are broadcasters on YouTube. People making millions of dollars. And people that are podcasters, and I talked to the guys who started Buzzsprout, the two founders of Buzzsprout. I talked to the people from uh, Lisbon um, that that owned Lisbon and started that company. Lipson, yeah, yes. I, I learned a lot of. Um, I learned a lot of things right. from a lot of people, yes. and and so if you go right now, you can actually sign up where you can find out how, where your podcast ranks. Okay, um, I've yeah. not done that. <laughs> Well, you, you can do that, and you can you can move up. To, I just checked mine the other day, and I thought, well, you know, I've been doing it for two months. Where do I rank? And if I'm, you know, it's not that difficult to get up in the top one, two, three hundred in the world in your area. Yeah. Uh, like, they'll, they'll separate comedy. So there's a, I can give you all this stuff off your show and, and tell you how to do this, but if you're interested. Well. Like you have to work at it. Also, um, you need to connect your different, um, you know, your Instagram with YouTube. Now, YouTube, because they're hooked up with Google, has a very good, what they call SEO, which is search engine optimization. So you really want to do that. And I have my podcast, every time I put it up, it automatically transfers the file over to YouTube with a picture, and so it's on YouTube. And then I can put as many tag words as I want. So and you, you, and you, and you paid for a service for that, though, correct? 
yeah, that cost me, I think, $12 a month. Yeah, see, that's the thing that people that that's, yeah, you yeah, know, when you I talk know. about people it's getting rich in podcasting, it's these guys. Well, that's, you know, that, and that's the thing, because, um, you know, they're writing these scripts and it runs on a server and, you know, they can automate yeah. things. Um, but that's yeah. that's the that's the thing about podcasting, too, that I've learned is that the tools to make it to where you could even, you know, to even, uh, you know, to, to make your show more popular, it costs money. To, well, you know, it costs money to make money. You have to realize somebody has a machine out there that's holding it and transferring it, yeah. and you're using a program somebody's developed, and that's worth something. And it, you know, I, if I take somebody out to dinner, it's going to cost me eighty to hundred bucks a night, and for me to spend eighty to hundred dollars once a year in order to broadcast a podcast from automatically once I put it on my podcast site, mm. have it automatically transferred to YouTube with the picture and the sound. Yeah. And it's not a lot of money. Alright. That's fair. But anyhow, it all depends on you know it all depends on how hard you want to work at it. If you're just enjoying podcasting, that's great. Uh, but if you want to monetize it you know, I got nothing better to do, dude. No, okay, no, fair <laughs> enough. But I mean, does this does this? I'm learning okay. about stuff. You but know? the pandemic oh, does that not hurt your ability? You know, you liked having your guests in, uh, you know, and and doing it that way. Yeah, you're you're not yeah. able to do that now. Yeah. Well, you know what? And I'm trying to figure out the best way to do that. I tried to do one on Zoom the other day, but. You know, you're a sound quality guy. I am, yes. That's why out. I I really don't like doing phone interviews, but <laughs> I know, here we are. I know, because my voice is going to sound like shit. Yeah. And, but you can try and improve it. I mean, I've tried different programs to improve the sound quality. Yeah. So you don't have the broad spectrum, so you don't have enough to work with, yeah. really. You're depending on the quality of the little teeny microphone in my cell phone, which sucks. Yeah. So you can have people... Do Zoom and record on their end, and you record on your end, and put them together, which is more complex. But there's there's going to be a way to do it. I'm not sure what it is, but it takes some work. And I got I got time. I don't have Layla living with me. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. We're going to talk to her soon. But, you know, you and I, and I said this to you in a text, and I know we've talked about it in the past, about, you know, you recording your end, me recording my end, and then through the magic of post-production, making it sound like we're sitting there together, which is certainly a possible thing and a doable thing. Um, But unfortunately for today, I didn't, I felt like that's going to require a test show. Yeah. Because the problem is, if I don't record your end here... Then there's no backup in the event your end doesn't work or what ha- what happened, right. you know, and vice versa. Um, yeah. And so I don't yeah. really have the ability. I mean, I guess I, if I wanted to, I could figure out a way to record your phone call separate from what I'm recording of my voice. And then yeah. in the event your thing didn't work and you sent it to me, you know, so that might be a thing I'll, I'll do in the future with people who have recording equipment. I guess I made a joke about, you know, comics saying I'm getting my $1,200 stimulus check and I'm going to buy podcast equipment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I go, oh, my God, comics are so dumb. But it's it's happening. And, and maybe that would actually give me the ability to talk to people and have them record it at a decent quality and, you know. Well, my best understanding right now, the way to do it, because I also want to put a copy up on YouTube, yeah. is to do it on Zoom. And on Zoom, I can have your face on my screen, so I can have our faces side by side, both yeah. recording off our camera and yeah. on that. And then we run Audacity on the side for the audio. 
and then I actually am not going to the Wi-Fi or the Internet. I'm just recording live to Audacity there. You're recording live to Audacity on your end. Sure, yeah. And then well, you, just, you just send me your – you just email me your Audacity. Right. No, I know what you mean by that, but it's the same thing as doing it on – you can do it on the phone the as video. well. You got both videos, and you got uh, and Audacity free and Zoom is free, so it doesn't cost anything. No, I know, but it's you just can. It's a matter yeah. of getting people technical enough to do it. Well, and that's a problem. Believe me, over the years, I've wanted to be able to have Corey Hall be able to sit at home and hit a button and record his end because he's always bitching about having to drive over here. And yeah, well, I don't yeah. trust him I don't enough get into to. About Corey. Well, I mean, I he just he's not a guy that I trust enough to to record himself. Yeah, and, yeah well, you know what? Yeah, you find you find when you start doing podcasting, there's a lot of people. It's hard to interview. They don't have an opinion. They don't have anything to no, say. That too. You're dragging things out of them. You know, it's difficult. To, you assume everybody's going to be cooperative and a good guest, and, but that's not the case. Yeah. Well, we will, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's the thing I'll do. I, I don't, uh, I see all these guys, and, and I mean, I've even seen some pushback from comedians saying, you know, knock off the live streams. There's just too many of these, and, you know, it's, it's not yeah. good. So I'm not, even though I am recording a live stream tonight, which I'm, I'm not going to plug because the way I'm recording you this, just, I don't know. It, <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 maybe I'll plug it next week because it's, it's, it's not my thing. I'm being a guest on somebody's show, and he, yeah. um, and yeah. and I, if I plug it now and say, "Hey, go to this thing and find it," it may not even be there yeah. by the time you hear this. So who knows? Yeah, but I maybe done next that week. Either. I'm, 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 I, I don't know that I'm a live stream guy. You know. Well, I mean, it, it's I get the ability of that. I mean, one thing I was thinking about comics, even though <laughs> I've got you on today. Um, <laughs> is that yeah. nobody's nobody's doing anything? There's probably never been a better availability of guests than there is right, right. now because everybody's right. sitting at home. And I go, I, th- I look through my phone and I look at some of the phone numbers I have of big stars and go, boy, what's he doing? <laughs> yeah, and instead you he probably me. talked that's, to me while I called you. I called you because, <laughs> well, first of all, I hadn't checked on you since this whole thing happened, and 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 part yeah, of that, and part of that is that one is. You know, uh, it's just depressing to even talk about it. And, and two, it's, it's, you know, as far as doing a show, I, I, I've been very, uh, you know, I was of two minds of doing shows because I go, I don't really feel like, you know, I don't really feel like being funny right now in the middle yeah. of this. So, yeah, uh, I don't, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not that upset about it. The only thing that upsets me is the government overreach. Everything else I'm good with because shit happens, dude. It just, you know. I was talking to Chris Lazar when he was on my show, and they were complaining about, you know, the health of the young kids because now they're they're overweight and they aren't active, and they're and I'm going, you know, you can worry about this because nothing serious has happened in a long time. No. If we were in Vietnam, if there was they're killing kids at Kent State, if there was really big shit going on, if you know we had the Cuba missile crisis, this stuff would not be important. And he said, "You got it too good." I said, "Not too good. It's just." You know, we don't know how spoiled we are. Well, stuff does happen, and this is stuff. This well, is there has been, happen. you know, I mean, a lot of comparisons to the the uh, the flu pandemic of nineteen eighteen, which you know, at this point, really none of us were around for. Um, but I think about, you know, I've watched documentaries about polio, 
and the fight against that and and how yeah. devastating that was and and you know yeah um so yeah that, that I think there's some comparisons to be made there and those people yeah, certainly made tons of sacrifices when, and, I a, when, I, when I was a kid you could have got tuberculosis and you had to live in an iron lung yeah it, you know I mean that stuff that stuff existed and by the way during that uh, that pandemic in the early 1900s my uh, grandparents owned a general store and they made everybody put on a mask if they came into the store otherwise yeah. and they handed out masks at the door if you want to come to the store here's your yeah mask. yeah we could get to that point well, so I figure out a mask I wish get a mask figure something a mask. you gotta have something there that you could wrap around your dumb face <laughs> if I'm gonna rob a bank I might have a yeah but you can go into a bank with something wrapped around your face if you want <laughs> Do you want to see? Oh, should, no. should I look for another in sound, insane clown posse bandana and mail you one? Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. You know what? What do they call it uh, when you're having sex without protection? They call that you're going there. What is that? Yeah. Something you're raw or? <laughs> I saw. It, I'm doing that with my face. I'm going you're raw dog in your face. I'm raw dog in my. Oh, face. you're a maniac. <laughs> If I get a mask, it's going to say "wrong dog" on it. Well, maybe that'd be a good thing. I don't know. I, you know what? I don't own a mask. I don't own any. You gotta have something. You don't have any hunting supplies. Any kind of. I got some. I got some underwear. I could get my head through. Yeah, yeah, that would work. That would work. So I don't know. That's what I should do. I should cut off the leg of my long pair of underwear. And stretch that over my I but that? you ever have you seen this stuff on Facebook where people and their uh <laughs> the the stuff that their homemade masks are made out of? No. It's some funny no. stuff. I, I sent I sent some to my girlfriend. I don't know where that is now. <laughs> but, you know, people wearing plastic shopping bags over their head. It's like how are you breathing? Yeah. Hey, well, you know what? I want to know what you're doing with Layla uh uh all locked up all this time. <laughs> are, are you guys playing board games? I mean, what are you doing? Are you, you're learning a lot of music. You play music guitar a lot. Um, I played on? some guitar. I wish I played more, um, but that is a thing that I've done a little bit. Uh, lots of movies, lots of TV shows. She's going to come on and review some stuff with me in a minute. So, um, okay. But you know, she cooks and she's you know she did some crafting stuff around here, and you know we keep what, the house pretty the clean. Watch it. I'm so usually well. I'll movie play. Movie? I'll play a video game or something while she's crafting or. You know, whatever. And, you know, usually she goes to bed before me, so I have a few hours to play the guitar or whatever if I want in the evening. Yeah, I was just working on Zach Brown's uh, song, Toes. You know that song? I don't. I got my toes in the water, ass in the sand, not a word in the world, cold beer in my hand. You know that song? Don't. It's real easy to play. Good. And if you don't mind the little country, it's it's kind of a fun song. It's kind of like a margarita deal kind of thing. All right. Well, Ted, it's been a pleasure. What can I say? We're going to wrap it up, but, uh, and again, Ted Talks Too Much, go find that. So, you know what? Go on YouTube. I just set that up. I think I have two subscribers. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to subscribe. Third subscriber. I will will subscribe, And you know what? You'll find the Broken Road Comedy Tour videos there. You'll find all my one-minute previews for my podcast there, and they're hilarious. Including the one with Joel Fragmenti. Yes. And all my interviews are there, including the one with Joel Fragmenti. There you so, go. Yeah. Check me out on YouTube. There you go. Ted Moss, everybody. 
live from quarantine, from lockdown. <laughs> but I guess I guess the thing I didn't mention about you, and when I did your podcast, I went to your house. But you know, you live on a golf course. Yeah. In a neighborhood where the homes are fairly far apart. Yeah. Where so you have lots of space. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's probably ideal. Well, you know, I met my na- my new neighbor the other day, oh, okay. and he was probably about 300 yards away out his front yard, and I was talking to him through the woods. I could see him, <laughs> and, and I yelled, when did you move in? And he said, Thanksgiving, and I said, welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, that, and that was it. And that's my next door neighbor. That'll hold you for like five years, I think, of conversation. Yeah, well, I don't There you care. go. I'm all right, Ted. I'm all here right. to stay inside and talk about the game. Well, all right, you do that. I, I Look, I... <laughs> When I talk about my prediction for stuff, you know, I've said, look, comedy in, in sports and that I think would be back by Labor Day. You know, hopefully yeah. in another month, two months, some businesses will be able to reopen. I mean, my girlfriend works for a doctor. His office is closed because yeah. he's considered non-emergency medicine. And so now she's yeah. laid off. But I would think if anybody comes back early, it might be her. It might be people who work in office buildings uh, who yeah. aren't around, you know, hundreds of people. But I do think that the, you know, going uh, to a bar or a restaurant, I think is a little far off. Certainly going to a comedy show or a sporting event, certainly uh, even farther off from that, I think. So, yeah. um, I think the government, by the way, should forgive three months of house payments. All well, mortgage payments. That's a whole can of and, worms, yeah. Well, we're going to hurt banks. Well, you know, the thing about that is the, billion de- de- depending upon oh, your kind of payment, you may be eligible if you I you know I haven't even done that I'm making all my payments right now but I know for people that have student loans student student loans have been given six months off so no student loans for six months that's good for people well that's that's a whole different story well you you take the kids that work their way through college and bust their ass and didn't borrow that much because they worked so hard to save that oh am I considering saving an eighth grade for college and, yeah. that, and they had jobs when their friends did not. Well, so they get any help they, people please? can get is good, please. Yeah. But anyhow, I think the bank... I think these podcast people should not take your money. <laughs> hey, Ted, we're going to put you on search engines. Give us eight bucks. Okay. Why don't they give you a break? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get a stimulus check. How do I qualify for a stimulus I don't check? know. I don't think I get any money. Well, I, I, I believe Social Security people are getting it. I don't know if you're to that age. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm on my. All right. right. I don't know. I don't know. You think they're sending money? Yeah, it's not happening. I don't know. I don't know. They're anything. just telling me I can't buy paint. That's the only well, thing. Well, please. You, you'll be fine with that. Paint. <laughs> All right, Ted. We gotta, I got to go. Thanks for talking. <laughs> Ted Moss, everybody. There he goes. All right. We love Ted. Of course, he's going to be angry about stuff. He's going to be angry about. Who can buy paint? I think we have bigger things to worry about, Ted Moss. But it is crazy. There are a lot of people. Believe me, I, I could have them on the show. But I think that's enough <laughs> right-wing nuts. I mean, again, and I think I was thought when I was talking to Steve Miller on the last year, I said, boy, I don't want to become this don't-tread-on-me ultra-libertarian freedom guy. Because my, my, my opinion changes every day. My opinion changes when I see... Who's suffering? Who's dying? Who's uh, you know, you know, who's who's ill? Um, 
you know, the way in the neighborhoods and the people that are getting affected harder than others, um, it's tough. So anyway. All right. I think it's time to do some movies and TV. Change it up for you. Give you some good stuff to watch. We're all locked in our homes. We all got nothing to do but stream some stuff on the TV, watch some shows, movies. I keep telling you, the movie show we did, Movie Mania, go over to joelradio.net or wherever you get podcasts. Get Movie Mania 2020 because I'm going to tell you all the great movies to watch from last year, and they're all out there. That's the thing. You want to watch Parasite? It's on Hulu right now. It was the best picture, and it was my best film of the year. As it was uh, Corey who was in here. So anyway, get that. Lots of good stuff. All right, we're going to talk movies here. I'm going to line up my panel. I think it's just going to be Layla. Who knows? Maybe Corey answers the phone. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's busy. He's, hopefully he's still alive. We'll see. All right, everybody. We're back. We're going to do our little TV movie wrap-up here. I've got two guests in the studio with me again. Layla, my girlfriend. Hello. How's it going? Good. You've been watching lots of stuff. Even stuff without you. We even stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the list of, I, that's a thing we'll do today that we didn't do last time. The list of stuff that Layla's watching without me. Oh. Which is going to be some list. And then that moan you heard on the phone. I know, you're, but we can hang up on you and then give Layla her chance to tell you what she's been watching. Corey no, Hall. Please, please. Please let me hear all of it. Well, I think Layla and your wife should talk about the girl shows they watch, and then oh yeah, we'll just sh- we'll shut up and they can talk <laughs> if that's what you want to do. I don't well, know. Well, no, my my wife is still working, so oh, that's uh, right. Oh, look at you. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I Boy, have the luxury of the best being of alone. both worlds. Yeah, look at I you. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> Layla's very upset with me. How <laughs> dare not, you? <laughs> I mean, she works in a she works in a small office. And so it's like, yeah, if the four of them don't have it, uh, then you know right, what I mean? yeah, by yeah, now yeah. they're all they're it's basically like being quarantined because it's like yeah. no one else is even in the building. Well, that's good. So, yeah, that's yeah. Nice. that is good. All right. Well, so you're and you're doing all right. It's, it's uh, look, I get the best of both worlds because, you know, I get seven hours of her being gone a day <laughs> and but I'm not like trapped like one of these comics. One of these single comedians. Well, yeah. That are well, just uh, yeah. dying of thirst. Yeah, Ted was uh, telling me. Well, I said, this is the thing that I've seen now. And I, uh, the audience is, is mad at me because this is the third time I've said it on the show. But the posts today that I've seen about, hey, man, just got my 1200. Going to go buy some podcasting gear. That's frightening. Oh, God. The number what? of those that I've seen. <laughs> well, I made, I made a joke about a week ago. I made a post and I said, you know, by the time this is over, 30% of the population will have gotten COVID-19 and 96% of them will have started a podcast. Yeah, well. It's there. Everyone's doing it. Well, and, like, and the live streams and all that stuff. And You guys I, are only 15 years too late. Well, I'm doing a live stream tonight for the first time, although I, I guess I, it's not a comedy show, but it is comedy related. I'll, I'll, I got to tell you, those live streams. Yes. I have accidentally clicked on a couple <laughs> and then like. And you see that you're like only three people are watching it, and then you're like, I don't want to get dragged into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't because so they'll know they'll think, know you're like, there. They know yeah, you're they know you're watching. Well, it's like it's like you walked into the girl shower in high school, and you're like, oh geez, I got to get out of here before nobody sees this. Yeah. Like I, you know, you're just like, how? Don't let them see that I'm watching this because there's only three people. Yeah. Well, that's there's nowhere to hide at that point. Um, 
But yeah, so I haven't done any like live comedy shows or anything like that. I'm, that's not. There's a lot of acoustic guitars going on on my <laughs> Instagram and Facebook. That's and, okay. Like, You'll see Joel on there. Soon. Yeah, I'll be, me and Layla will be doing a duet. <laughs> soon. Oh yeah, there's there's one person that will go on names that's doing like they'll listen to someone else sing and watch them. And they oh. do the split screen. Oh. And they just sit there with a glass of wine and lovingly watch the whatever guest singer is, like sing them asleep or something. It's it's gone, uh, people yeah, have lost well. their minds. It's well, I mean, look, it's all people again. I think I've always said this about podcasts. It's about, you know, the enjoyment is in the people doing it. If yes. somebody on the other end enjoys listening to it, that's just a bonus. But for the most case, that's not yeah. why people do it. People do it to well. And, yeah, I, stopped en- I stopped enjoying it long ago. Well, I and, know, uh, yeah, and that's why I been, don't have you on the I've, show. I've been trying to not come into the studio. <laughs> I've been trying to not come into the studio for years, and finally, it's well, illegal. So yeah, now uh, you're banned. Yeah, no, by the governor. It's not. I can't come to the studio. You either. can't even. Well, we Thank won't you. allow you in. Nope. There's All a lot right. of isn't this. There's a lot of people that are misanthropic, antisocial bastards that are loving this, aren't they? They really. They are. Although you know, when talking to Ted, it was you know, <laughs> Ted su- suddenly is upset that he can't uh, paint his house. Well, and he, he, he go wasn't going to paint his house anyway. But uh, uh, well, okay. He, let me clear this up because there's several of people of Ted's generation that are getting this wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's that not that you can't buy paint. It's that box stores like Walmart and Costco are shutting some of their area down. Yeah, because they're so huge. Because they're fifty thousand square feet. Right. If he went to Ace Hardware or whatever on the corner. Yeah, they can still sell well, that's what I, I think. Now I haven't. Inside yeah, I've been to stuff. Ace Hardware. I had to do a plumbing job. I needed some things, right. and then I went. What did I get the other lawn day? Stuff. I got stuff for the lawn. Yeah, I had to get some fertilizer. Well, in well there, yeah, and, and you know, and I mowed my all, lawn. Well, so I did all, that. We're, we're in Michigan, and we're still a couple weeks away from real planting season. Anyway, yeah. right? It's usually you know what I mean, like in May. Yeah, by the you know I, you still can get. We had uh, we had a little tiny dusting of snow a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. It's a nightmare. All, all right. right. Well, uh, listen. Let's get into what we've been watching and sure. all that stuff. And I guess we'll start with. Uh, I have been training for this. By the way, I'm looking at my wall of Blu-rays. Yeah, you watch all those and DVDs uh-huh. and CD. And I, I've been prepping for an apocalypse <laughs> for thirty well. years. I really am now prepared. Well, I am getting full entertainment out of my streaming services in a way that I have not. Yeah, yeah you're really now you're like, what's on Hulu? Well, no, we've been watching lots well, of Hulu, but mm-hmm. you're, but you just you start going into the like you're like, what's key, uh, Tubi? That's a channel. Yeah, I don't know what uh, Tubi is. I started but, doing that, finding random shows and started watching them. Did you? Yeah, I, I well, see, because I, you know, I, I smartly bought a second Roku because we had one in the bed. No, we have a Roku. We have a Roku TV in the bedroom, and in the living room, we were streaming off the Xbox, which was crap. Okay. So I, I went to the Roku, and now you can find a lot of nonsense for free on the Roku. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Roku's got all kinds of wacky. People who say that they, like, don't have cable, channels, and they yeah. don't have any TV, and they don't know how to work, they're just dumb. Because you can get a Roku for 25 bucks and yeah. have all kinds of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we've been watching movies, so I know you saw. Um, we'll start with something I know you've seen, uh, which came out in the theater because that's the thing. 
we're, we're very able, quickly able to catch up on 2020's theatrical releases because yes. they're putting them all out. And boy, do they all suck at this point. Uh, but we watched The Gentleman the other night. Okay. The Guy Ritchie yeah. film. Uh, and mm-hmm. you, you've seen it. And what, what was your thoughts? It was okay. That, I mean, it was really just kind of passable. Yeah, it was. Uh, and, and it's a big. I'm going to read the cast because I have a thing. I mean, Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Charlie Hunnam, Henry Golding, Jeremy Strong, Colin Farrell, Hugh Grant. And it's, you know, this is the guy who made Snatch. Yeah. He made Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Right. He also made the Aladdin movie, so he, he knows how to make a bad one. Made, uh, made, the Aladdin movie King, was bad. He made King Arthur, which King was Arthur. dreadful. Layla, the Aladdin movie was bad. You it was like not it. that bad. It, you didn't like it. I sat there next to you and watched it. It was okay. It, it was wasn't... not good. <laughs> the Aladdin play was great. I like the Aladdin Will Smith movie was was bad, but anyway, that, people often say Guy Ritchie is like the British Tarantino. Yeah, he makes crime movies. They're very showy. A lot of soundtrack work going on. Yeah, and a lot of dialogue, real snappy patter. And uh, this movie is basically it's like just two hours of guys making elaborate literary threats to each other. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 and then once in a while a gunfight breaks out. Yeah, like it's really, it was. <laughs> It was okay, but it just never. Well, first of all, Layla hated the the device, meaning it's Hugh Grant talking to Charlie Hunnam about uh, yes. his boss. You see Matthew McConaughey. I mean, I'm not ruining the movie for anybody. It's kind of like a flashback setup. Yes, you see that you know Matthew McConaughey walks into a pub and a guy pulls out a gun, a shot goes off, and then mm-hmm. the movie backtracks. Right, and that's sort of the device. But we found that all kind of tiresome. Well, the, yeah, the, the, Hugh Grant is playing the biggest sleazeball in the world. Yes, he's like a... Which is kind of fun because he's not usually... Doesn't usually play characters like Well, he's, he's playing like a British gossip reporter who knows yeah. this whole story of this weed syndicate and the people that were trying to take it from it's him. It's an elaborate plot. Yeah, and it's, like, it's kind of too much plot, and you kind of don't care after a point. McConaughey's like the weed dealer. And he's supposed to be the noble guy because he doesn't sell heroin. Yes. He's yeah. got a massive criminal empire selling weed, but he doesn't sell, you know, cocaine or heroin. So he's mm. a good guy. It's kind of silly, but whatever. Yeah, it there's is... not really a lot to root for in this, I didn't think. Yeah. And even though I thought the action and stuff was serviceable, I, I think. There's not a good guy. They're no, without guys. anybody to care for, to me, this kind of just felt like a, a real showy boring yeah. film. I've seen worse though, so yeah. it was mildly entertained. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. But, well yeah, based upon was... I, I think we, we reviewed it last week and I know I told you this on the phone over the week. I said I'm not sure Call of the Wild wouldn't win Best Picture if nothing else comes out this year. <laughs> I mean and that's how <laughs> Well because we last, liked Call of the Wild. So uh the last two movies I saw in the movie theater yeah. were Emma. Okay. Which was actually you know, uh, Layla might enjoy that. Okay. Uh, the ladies might enjoy that. We can watch Emma I'm not, if you want. I'm not opposed to a period picture once in a while. Yeah. And that one was done pretty well. Okay. You know, it's like if there is an Oscars this year, it'll be nominated for the costumes. Is right. it better than Because everybody's women? got... Yeah, yeah, it's like Victorian costumes and women with elaborate Layla hats didn't and, like Little Women. No. This one is different than Little Women. Okay. Little Women was a little... They were trying to be a little too postmodern. Okay. This one is really like frilly and silly, but also has a little bit of satiric punch. Okay. But anyway, okay. the Anna Taylor Joy is in that. 
Uh, and yet, look, this is not a dude movie. Uh, no. The Gentleman is a dude movie. It is a dude movie. Emma is a, definitely a, a movie for girls, but it's uh, it's yeah. okay. You can you can embrace your feminine side, Joel. You well, we it. saw a, a chick movie. So, well, we've seen a couple, but the one maybe you saw, but we saw that Birds of Prey, the Emancipation of Harley that, Quinn. Who is that for? I don't know uh, if that was for girls or anybody. I, I don't think know it who wasn't geared towards anyone. Yeah, it was anyone no. who liked. We did not like that. Now, here's what I will say. They tried to make this like a lot of like very stylized martial arts fighting sort of a la like the raid or, you know, the raid Two or whatever. And I felt like even though that stuff was good, the whole thing just came off very silly Mm -hmm. and ultimately more annoying than enjoyable. Yeah. Well, it's the first time Gotham City has looked like the parking lots outside LAX in El Segundo. I mean, they clearly shot a lot of this in LA yeah. and, and didn't do a great job of disguising that. And I'm like, is this Gotham? This is not Gotham city. This is like, well, it's like a, there's a, uh, you know, there's an in and out burger. What is, this is wrong. Well, and it, 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 it the uh, plot is a mess. Yeah. They, they basically, that movie went through a lot of trouble before the world ended. Uh, they changed the title. Because it was called Birds of Prey, the Emancipation of Harley Quinn, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's some... still, I mean, the way, yeah, I have it is that. I don't know if they actually changed it for anything other than, like, posters. Because I think when you watch it, that's what it's still called. Right. But they, for the marketing purposes, they changed the title to just Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Yeah. The Birds of Prey, oh, you don't even know who that is until, like, near the end right. of the movie. Well, that's, I said that, didn't I, Layla, at one <laughs> point? I go... Boy, this movie would have been great if they would have gotten these birds of prey together and in the first half hour, and instead they took till it was almost over. It was like a lifetime movie. The last <laughs> ten minutes were the best of it. Well, right, and and uh, I thought Mary, uh, your girl, your girl Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, she's good. Was was her character was right? Good. She was the one that you sort of. Uh, but they didn't have any any of the other because you know there's like all these other women. Um, these are characters that exist in the comic books and have been in other shows. And there was even a Birds of Prey TV show in the early 2000s. Oh, okay. But they didn't resemble any. If you read a comic book before, you'd be like, what is this? Yeah. Like, Rosie Perez does not look like. like yeah. It just none of, they, they had the one girl who had a superpower that they didn't bother to explain. Uh, she didn't. She used the superpower once. Hmm. She's just running around kicking people, and then she's like, wait, I've got a superpower. Yeah. And they didn't explain where that came from or anything. It's a hot mess. It yeah, was Birds really of Prey, funny. you can skip. Um, it felt like the editing was just done, you know, in a Cuisinart. It was just, a, uh, I couldn't figure that movie out. All right. Speaking of girl movies, and you skipped this, I'm sure, but Layla was insistent. And then this was a thing where we were going to the theater to see this. Because yeah. we would go, in Oscar season, we would go and they'd always have a trailer for it. But we saw Like Le- a Boss. I wanted to say that. You say the title. Le- I did boss. not see Like a Boss. <laughs> With Tiffany that- Haddish and Rose Byrne. Yeah. And uh, Selma Hayek, Billy Porter. Um, my wife has a grudge against Rose Byrne. Really? Really? She's like, she's too pretty to do comedy, is her complaint. Well, I... <laughs> I don't, I don't know who did comedy in this because there wasn't a lot of laughter in Like a Boss. Well, look, it's a Tiffany Haddish joint, so count me out. Okay, but I wasn't um, a fan of hers. No, tell tell people what you you didn't like, Like a Boss, okay. and you wanted to see it. Yeah, it but was I counted. Okay. You laughed three times. I think I told you. 
Why are you keeping track of my life? Because because I was bored during <laughs> He's got the movie. A notepad. Yeah, because I'm bored watching this movie. But okay, go ahead. Joe's got to stop watching. <laughs> or he'll just randomly start talking to me through it. Oh yeah. Go ahead. What well, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't as funny as I expected it to be. I couldn't get over the look of Salma Hayek and how yeah. like, she didn't look like herself. They gave her like fake teeth or something. It was yeah. very odd. And we think she's based on Lori Grenier from Shark Tank yeah. too a little bit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm waiting for that great Salma Hayek comedy. <laughs> it's going to come any day yeah, now. Right. There well, was an ad. I think it was. Did she produce it? She might have. Uh, Salma Hayek? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm not there was sure. An, remember, remember one time there was, a, it was like from the mind of Mario Lopez. From the mind, yeah, that was a TV show. And, and we did about 20 minutes on that on the show, uh, just laughing about it. They said something like the comedy stylings of Salma Hayek. Yeah, I don't know and, that and, she, and there's Amy, a million Amy, production Amy said, companies. Amy said, what's her comedy styling? I puppy. Like, <laughs> I, I know it was built around Tiffany Haddish, so that was right. really the the star that they wanted. But here's the thing about this movie, Corey, and I didn't even realize when I watched it. This was directed by a guy named Miguel Arterta, who mm-hmm. made a lot of good movies. He made Cedar Rapids, which was really funny, yeah. and Chuck and Buck, and The Good Girl, Youth and Revolt. Um, well, and boy, this a, was garbage. I, I like yeah. I like those movies. I like Youth and Revolt's like a sleeper that nobody yeah. remembers. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, they they uh, yeah. I don't. The Tiffany Haddish thing eludes me. And her, why didn't she and Leslie Jones make a movie like? Oh, that's just horrible. put them together. Well, and just be like, "Will you shut up?" Will be the name of the movie. <laughs> well, like a boss uh, was pretty much what I thought it was going to be, and it wasn't very good. But you know. Girls like it. Mm-hmm. You liked it. Mm-hmm. You still liked you. It was, I still liked it as much it. as you didn't lie, laugh during right. a comedy. It was You still, when it was over, you were happy. You watched. Yeah. Okay. Yes. See, if I watch well, a comedy and don't laugh, I'm not happy. Well, Amy indulged in in, in uh, the spy who dumped me. Oh. <laughs> I take it you've seen that. We've seen that. You got it for me. Oh, Did we watch the spy yeah. who dumped me? That was like t- last year. I, I don't even know if I remember that. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Okay, but did, did <laughs> I? You would, by the way, it's a movie you would not remember having seen. I don't know. After, yeah. You know, it's the Chinese food of movies. I you don't would know. not remember having seen it in that way. Oh, wow. It's, it's me, so bad. Isn't it Mila, Mila Kunis? Kunis. Mm-hmm. Are you sure that I, I mean, I, I agree that you wanted to see it, and I said, let me get this for you. And, and, and you got it, and, and we then it. You, we, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's the unfunny Hall of Fame. <laughs> All right. Well, Mila let's, Kunis. let's talk Kate about McKinn- Kate McKinnon. I, yes. I can't like you have to use her very. She's like a cayenne pepper. You got to go real easy. Yeah, with I mean, it, I, or, you know, I, I'm just trying she, to think if I even remember that movie. Look it up no. on the computer. I know what it is. I just don't know that I saw it. You did. All right. Uh, let's talk about something. I don't know. If, very few people, I think, have seen this. And I don't think Corey even has. But I'm highly recommending this. Uh, for people to watch. It's a documentary called It Started as a Joke. Do you know what this is, Corey? No, I don't. This is uh, this is uh, a documentary about the Eugene Merman Comedy Festival, which oh. ran for 10 years. It was this alt con Like, Eugene Merman made a festival to make fun of festivals. 
Right. And he does did it every year in New York for years and Just years. Like there's uh, people that make start comedy clubs to make fun of comedy clubs. Well, I don't know if that's the case, but they the people that had did this thing and that are in the movie, it's really quite a list of people. I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, Ira Glass, John Hodgman, Wyatt Senek, Michael Ian Black, Camille Nanjiani. Uh, Reggie Watts, uh, Jim Gaffigan, John Glazer, Mike Birbiglia, Bobcat Goldthwait. This is just the, I'm reading the Ron Tomatoes for it now. Uh, but like everybody's in this thing. Um, okay. Yeah, Janine Garofalo, who looked like she was strung out on something, yeah. believe it or not. <laughs> Janine Garofalo did not look healthy, Corey. She got like weird skinny at one point where yes. like she looked like a bobblehead. Layla thinks she her still lips looks like, fake, and her yeah. lips were fake now. Yeah. Yeah. And she was so cute in the 90s. Um, and, you know, Eugene's really funny. I, I And a really good – and Janine was a really funny comic, and then she got, like, too political. She explains – there's a there's – a, if you see this documentary, and I'm recommending it, and not because she's in it, but she does, like, you know, one of the interviews where she says, I'm, I'm not funny on Friday and Saturday. I'm funny Sunday through Thursday. That's, <laughs> Which that's is, the, like, the worst, the worst thing to say about your comedy career. That's kind of debatable. At this yeah, point. exactly. Uh, so she no, did. but Janine was a really good comic. And then, uh, you know, I think this happens on the right and the left. If you can get to a point where you're too political and it kind of breaks your funny. Well, I'm not saying you shouldn't do political comedy, but the, if you do strictly political comedy... It doesn't work. Well, out she well. she's not in it all all that much. But Eugene all, does all this weird. You know, one of the things about the festival is he would do these showcases, like, uh, you know, the show with people with black glasses. Like that would be the theme of like a showcase night. And then he'd do the drunk show where everyone, and that's where Ira Glass gets drunk, and you see yeah. footage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he did all these kind of weird, you know, versions of, you know, a traditional comedy festival. And I well, saw he, Eugene once, and I thought he was great. I, he opened for Flight of the Concords, actually. Yeah, I saw, him on shows, the, so. um, I saw him on the Comedians of Comedy Tour. Oh, with okay, Patton. yeah. It was Patton Oswalt, Maria Bamford, yeah. Brian Posehn. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, and I've met, you know, I've worked with Brian, I've worked yeah, yeah, with Maria. Yeah. So those, uh, th- that was a cool little circuit. Zach yeah. Galifianakis was in that group, but I like Eugene Merman, so yeah. I'll check that out. So it's, but, but what happens is that you find out, you know, how he met his wife coming up and, uh, they have a baby and then, uh, the that's wife, like a guy you would not imagine got married. Well, that's what's in. interesting about it. And then the wife gets ill and uh, it kind of becomes way more serious, but I thought I liked it. I thought it was right. really good. And he tries to bring his personal life into his comedy. For yeah, the first and time. that's the thing because he, he Merman's such a weirdo, and his act was so alt that he decides that he's going to start talking about his wife's illness on stage, and you see how the audience like, does not enjoy that. Um, oh, wow. But it's really great. It's actually the people. I believe the people who made it are the. Uh, Jude, maybe you know if this if I'm correct. Julie Smith Clem and Kren Juckerman, I believe they're the Bob's Burgers people who actually okay. made this movie. So it shot really well. It looks great, and uh, you know you well, see Eugene all these... Merman does a voice on right, Bob's and, Burgers. yeah, and they bring that up in there. Uh, so, but I really liked it. It's actually got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But you have um, to rent this. It has only been released a, uh, digitally. On a so. comedy note, I, yeah. I watched a couple episodes of. It's on Amazon. It's called Inside Jokes. Did I see that? Which is about oh. people auditioning for Justice. It's like trying. Yeah, to get yeah, on yeah. I've seen that. I, to just for laughs. Right. I don't know how many episodes are. I I've heard like of it. Yeah. 
couple episodes looking for people we knew. Well, people um, have come. Some of the guys have done the castle, and they've mentioned it. You know that they yeah. did it, but I've never actually. That, seen I mean, it. if you're a real comedy nerd, you might yeah. be interested in that. Yeah. Um, that's on Amazon. Okay. Um, another We're trying to give people stuff to watch. Well, we watch something. Speaking my, of something, my to, wife has been watching her comfort television is like HGTV. Yeah. And then there's a Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn left Project Runway. Yes, to make a now they have their own show called Making the Cut. They have an Amazon and show. Yeah. I consider myself. Is that an Amazon a, show or a Hulu show? I think it's an Amazon. I show. think it's on regular TV. Maybe I don't no, know. No, I think it's streaming. Yeah, it's one of the streamers. Um, well, whatever it is, get it off my TV. Right? <laughs> I don't know uh, um, because I, I like I said I, I I enjoyed the film Emma. I okay. Am, uh, I'm I'm not opposed, uh, not like some caveman, but when it comes to gay people cutting uh, fashion, like you know, cutting dress patterns, yeah, I I my soul leaves my body. I can't well, do <laughs> the fashion shows. I we just, went to the fabric like, store we from Mood Mood from Project Runway in New York it's City. Just, it's I, you know what I mean. I'll we watch like cooking. Yeah, we watch. We've been watching Top Chef again. Uh, this season, uh, while watch cooking, I'll even watch home rec- renos yeah. to some, to some extent I, I tap out after a while, but when it comes to like, look, I don't know. You need to resolve that hand yeah. line. I can't do it. No, I, just, I don't blame it. We, Layla, Layla, what is Layla the, could what do is, that without me, but what is yeah. the thing that you torture Joel with the most that you watch? What is the, uh, what's the most she, the feminine thing? I tend to watch that stuff when. When I'm not around, yeah. So yeah. what? What are those things? What are your top? I, I know some of them, but I'll let you start. Well, you'll walk in when I'm watching like Married at First Sight, yes, or the Challenge, yes. And he just shakes his head at me as yes. they're playing. Well, due to the quarantine, we watched every episode of Love Is Blind. Oh, I, oh. I, I watched that when it first came out. <laughs> and yeah, and and we, we got suckered into that. We watched. I I ended up watching. She watched every episode because her friend was like. They were text. They were, you know, Ugh. watching and texting it mm-hmm. uh, during the whole thing and laugh. You know, they were kind of goofing on it. But yeah. well, I, I uh, know Layla likes all of these Chicago shows. Yeah, the Chicago. so Chicago, all the hunky Chicago doctors and firemen and oh, EMTs. Uh, oh. Those all she watches that, all of to them. To me, any show that has Chicago on it, click. I'm off. <laughs> I just I don't get any of those procedural. And, Fireman shows. Layla likes. Is it the Good Girls where they rob the bank I, or yep. something? That I show. Got, oh, that one's on not. That. that one's not that bad. It's got uh, Christina Hendricks, mm-hmm. Mae Whitman, and Retta. Yeah, and I've seen a couple episodes yeah. of Layla. That's likes pretty that. I'm all caught up. I started from. I'll oh. give you that one. That one's not bad. But if it's Chicago podiatrist, I'm out. No, <laughs> that one. Well, I don't like soon. feet, so I wouldn't watch Just that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chicago, oh, there's a show. Speaking of T- TLC. Yeah, there. You know, from the people that brought you Doctor Pimple Popper. Yes, I've never. There's a new that. show that's just like fucked up feet. Yeah, it's like my no. aching feet or no. something. And it's mm-hmm. the most unbelievable. <laughs> no, I think we'll skip that one. People have the scaliest dinosaur oh, feet. All right, stop. stop. Well, let me show. Let me tell you what's good. <laughs> they that got we also watch up nails. Right. on Netflix. Yeah, she's turning. She's taking her headphones off. On Netflix. <laughs> Not that this one was easy to watch, but I think at the end we really enjoyed the documentary Crip Camp on Netflix. That was hard to watch. Yeah, was that was sad. produced by the Obamas. So it, 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 you, you got to see this, Corey. In the 60s, there's a camp for people in wheelchairs. 
that ter- just cripple, or just cripple, whatever oh, disability. I thought it was like they were teaching guys no. in South Central. <laughs> no, no, no. How to, so how to in the sixties, they had this camp, and it was like the, Woodstock for the mentally challenged. And all these people, all these people in wheelchairs are getting high, and they're all fucked up. Was it syphilis went around? I don't know. Yeah, oh, wow. they, no crabs went crabs. around. But you see all this. But then what happens is it 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 from that camp, it was really the birth of the civil rights movement for disabled people Mm -hmm. and some of the people for that ended up going all the way to washington and it goes all the way up into the 90s and the ada and all that stuff so it's really like a human rights struggle for disabled people and i know you go that's not going to be a lot of fun and maybe it isn't but i thought at the end uh, it was pretty uh, it It was was really good yeah it was very good and the obamas produced it Look at that. You didn't know where this was going to go because it no. started with they're just going to camp to try to be yeah. normal and then they're all hooking up. Yeah, they're all we're fucking each other. You don't see that, but right, you hear but about it. they talk about it and then all of a sudden they're on Washington and yeah. it's just and you see what fucking, the strides they made. And, and for everyone that hates our government now... See what the Carter administration was doing for the disabled and Jimmy Carter's flunkies that were running his uh, departments because they were fucking assholes, you know, and it actually, I know, no, get get after, get after Jimmy Carter. Well, when you watch this documentary, believe me, you will look at some of these guys and go, what the fuck are these people doing? Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really great. Uh, Crip Camp, again, it's not... A laugh a minute, but no. um, it's it was interesting. That uh, does not seem like one I'm going to dive into. No, okay. you should watch it though; it's cool. Um, you know, especially I'd the, rather watch people with bun bunions. No, watch Crip Camp, Corey. It's it's a, it's critically acclaimed documentary. Come on, all right. It's not in the same boat. All right, and then the, moving over to the TV side, even though we've hit that a lot. Um, I, I don't know if you saw it, Corey, but Layla watched The Last Modern Family. I I, mm-hmm. I did not. Wow. The, I watched The Last Modern Family the way I've watched Modern Family for the last eight years, which is not at all. Well, <laughs> uh, what were the jokes they were making on the phone the other day about how old the modern family is? Oh, yeah. Was? Well, did did, uh, did uh, Manny get married to his boyfriend? I mean, what did they... <laughs> Yeah, he said... No, he didn't. He said Manny retired from his job after 25 years and got a yeah, good watch. Yeah, You know, he Lily started graduated out, he college. Seven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that show feels like it's been on for 30 years. Yeah. Even though it's not anywhere near that, mm-hmm. but I guess when you start mm-hmm. with kid actors, the- where did they scatter Ed O'Neill's ashes? <laughs> Ed O'Neill's still around. He's was still- that the end of the show? No, though? he they was. Didn't know? No, he was still there. They were all. They're all just kind of going their did separate Cam ways. Did Cam sneeze into the vase and it blew the ashes everywhere? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Did you enjoy Modern Family at the end? Yeah, it was fine. Okay, Modern yeah. Family. All right, I, it's a show that we I, again. Yeah, it's a show we watched originally. Yeah, and then. After about four years, uh, moved on with our lives. And then you look and you're like, nine years later, it's still there. It's still there. But it'll be one of those shows that'll probably be in reruns forever. Like oh, Welcome in the Middle. All the time. And, yeah. you know, there you go. So I, again, didn't see it. But I, the, the times that, I watched Modern Family in the past, it was fine. But yeah. pretty much that is a key example. And, and I don't know if that show ever dived in quality to the point where it was terrible. I just stopped watching it. Yeah. But it does, that is the five year sitcom theory yeah that you should a sitcom generally about five seasons is all you should do well well i think people want to get to whatever the the, there's a threshold for being a syndicated thing and money sure they want to make 100 episodes or whatever yeah but once you do once you do yeah but then they went and did 150 well okay Uh, but the money was there i mean i don't know 
180. I mean, uh, people didn't really leave that show, right? It wasn't well, like The Office no, where Carell left. I think it Well, here's the now speaking of The Office, the new trend, and that's going to leave Netflix next year, so everybody's watching it now. Yes. And again, I have the first three, three or four seasons on DVD. Well, we so watched, I'm, me and Layla have watched that whole series. Yep. In the last well, couple of months. Right. Okay. But now, Jenna Fisher and uh, Angela Kinsey mm-hmm. have a podcast. Okay. Where they're they do they're going through each episode of the office. Oh, and it's called Office Ladies, and so that became a hit. And they're in like the middle of the second season right now, so they haven't been doing it that long. Okay, well, but um, rewatch podcasts are now like a big thing. All right, so so Office Ladies was a hit. So suddenly Zach Braff is doing, and the uh, what's the other dude? Uh, I don't know that. I never saw from Scrubs. Yeah, they're doing a scrub show. Yeah. Ooh, I might like that one. <laughs> and then uh and then Joel McHale and Ken Jong are doing a community yeah. show. Oh, so it's fun. like now it's like everybody's doing their podcast rewatch sitcoms. So uh All look right, look, I mean, look forward enough. to those. Um we'll we'll watch for the modern family one. Um we're, yeah. we're Wait for the Frasier reunion podcast. Well, I'm re I think I brought it up last time, but we're rewatching girls because mm-hmm. Layla's never seen it. And while you enjoy it, you also hate those girls at the yes. same time. I hated those girls while I watched it. I'm at that that's, point. Mm-hmm. That's one of Amy's favorite shows, and she identifies with it. And yeah. I'm like, your life was nothing like this, and you've never been this big of a bitch. I mean, I, for me, w- watching it a second time, I do think that those girls, I, I get why people hated Lena Dunham. I still like Lena Dunham They're, and think she's talented and funny, but I do get why people hated that show in a way that I didn't when it originally aired. Well, even though the, I like the show. Okay, so you can um you can imagine that uh Lena Dunham's playing a character and that uh what is her name? Heidi, what is her name? Who? Hannah. The character's name, Hannah. And you're like, "Okay, well Hannah is just an exaggerated, ridiculous character. And then people started to realize Lena Dunham actually was pretty much that person. And uh, her tweets reflected that. Yeah, and, well, um, and then, of course, she made Camping, which was absolutely horrible. We never finished. No, we yeah, never, that was couldn't bad. even get through that, and they canceled it. But Girls, we're, we're still, we're, I don't know, three or, we, did we start season we four started, of Girls? You're saying Yuppie's having problems in the woods? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Camping was awful, so we're still watching that. You know, Camping, uh, also, uh, I have a theory, there's a guy who's in everything. Yeah. And uh, I feel like he generally tends to be in annoying projects. I liked the show Love. Yes, we know the in. guy you're talking about. He was Brett on The Office. Gell- Brett Gelman. Is that his name? Because he was the magician on The Office on one episode. He's a bald You know, the guy. balding guy with the beard. And he's from be- Love, the therapist. He was on Stranger Things this last season. The TV show Love? I know what Love is. Do you know the guy I'm talking about? Though? No, I can't. The guy who was the therapist. That- he plays Jillian uh, Jacobs' boss. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, and he yeah. was on camping and you he's okay. but like everything he was in Stranger Things. Okay, which but everything Brett Gelman is in is usually it's almost always about uh, LA yuppies <laughs> that are having a hard time yes. with their feelings. Yeah. And it's I'm like this guy is generally a sign that this is going to go bad. Yeah, that show sucked. Uh here's a good show. Uh, I liked Love, but yeah. Oh, yeah, Love we was love. we like Love a lot. They should have made more of those, yeah. but they fucking Netflix cancels everything. Here's a show that debuted last night, Corey. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's called Run on HBO. Uh taped that have not watched. Yeah, it. Dom Hall Gleason and Merritt Weaver in a kind mm-hmm. of a weird 
How would you even describe it? You can't, because there's nothing to go by yet. Yeah, they didn't really reveal a lot. You basically see Mara Weaver. She gets a text that says, run. And the next thing you know, she gets on a plane. And basically, it's these people who knew each other once, Mm -hmm. had some sort of relationship, and then years later have decided to leave their lives and run off together. And it's a comedy. Now, I generally, if I get a text from an ex-girlfriend, I run. Well, uh, I just generally immediately know it's well, my, um, uh, it's uh, we're it's supposed I kid, I kid. We're supposed I, to find out why it's run though, why they text, why the they, yeah, th- that's one of those shows where they they're sort of slowly giving you the well, information, an, and after one episode, another, yeah, uh, there's another show yeah, that's on. We've watched some of it because it's on after Better Call Saul, yeah, or it's before it or whatever. It's the same night. It's called Dispatches from Nowhere. Okay. And that is Sally Field. Oh, geez. Jason Siegel. And Andre 3000. Oh. Okay. And they're, yeah. And they're these people that are like, you're like, why? And, then, and there's a transgender woman. who I don't know her name. But they're like in, they're in a game. Oh. That uh, Alan, uh, oh, what's his name? Not Alan Cumming. The other one. Uh the other sinister gay British guy uh, from with Nailing, <laughs> Richard uh, E. Grant. Richard E. Grant, who's also on Girls. We've been watching him on yes, Girls. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, but they're in, they're like getting clues to this like elaborate games yeah. that maybe and you should watch that one, Leo. Yeah. You might actually be into it because it's got a lot of like, we should add that. it's a little bit moody and a little bit like, what are I feeling right now? Which <laughs> What's I, the name of it? I'm going to write. She's it's called right. Dispatches from Nowhere. Dispatches from Nowhere. And, and they're basically like, this game is getting really out of control and like metaphysical and weird okay. stuff happens. And it's kind of interesting. All right. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll watch it. But Run, I thought after one episode. I'm in for more. I don't know. I'd give it another chance to see if more comes from it. Okay. And it's from the... Produ- I mean, I'll give any HBO show a shot. Yeah, it's 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 weird. I, I think my complaint... There's some I don't like. I don't like the... Oh, what's the weed dealer show on HBO? Yeah, yeah. High Maintenance. I've never I've cared never about seen. That I've never all. seen Insecure. I, that's not for us, but... Yeah, it's not yeah. really your kind of thing. Um, uh, what was I going to say here, though? Yeah, but the one thing, the one complaint I had about Run, and if you watch it, Corey, maybe I'm <laughs> maybe I'm going to ruin it for you just in the watching of it. But you know, most of it takes place on this Amtrak train, mm-hmm. and I go, the train looks phony. Like the window outside looks like a green screen, and nothing uh-huh. moves on the train. And the train is not shaking and moving constantly, which a right. train does. And I go, it's taking me out of it a little bit, even though it shouldn't. But it is. Well, a little bit. this happens. I look. I can't watch anything without being basically critical and go wait now what a better call Saul is one of the best shows ever because i never have those feelings no okay because they shoot it in the desert a lot and like they really shoot in the locations in new mexico and it never feels phony for a second that's a brilliant show but anyway yeah um we we were watching there's okay pluto tv which is another streaming service yes pluto is basically like streaming tv and there's commercials yes and it's like its own little pocket cable network universe. There's a James Bond channel. Okay. So last night we watched the end of Live and Let Die. <laughs> okay. Uh, which is amazing. That's the one with the voodoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff- In New Orleans. And- Jeffrey Holder's a voodoo priest and yes. Bond's fighting him and it's ridiculous. The seven up and- guy. 
then a guy, yeah, the seven up guy. He's the seven up guy in the seven. And then, uh, and yeah, and uh, Riafat Koto is yes. also the bad guy. That's amazing. And you're like, it's just Roger Moore punching black people. So yeah, it's uh, Roger Moore versus the brothers. It's, I think it's like Bill o, it's Bill O'Reilly's favorite Bond movie. Yeah, probably. Uh, it's just him shooting blacks. All right. But uh, uh, it's, it, those are ridiculous. And they, there's a fight on a train that you're like, this is not a train. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all. that's true. Yeah. Um, and then the final thing that I got here is uh, another HBO show. They, they've aired two of these. But it is, it's got a long ass title and it's a crime show and Corey hates crime shows. But Atlanta's missing and murdered the lost children about the Atlanta you know, child I murders saw of the, the 70s. Trailer for that and I actually was almost interested in that. I, I don't. It's I, great. I, I, look, it's not I a usually typical do not one. like the true crime genre. And I'll tell you right now, I've fallen victim to two of them. Well, you watch Tiger King. I know that. I watched Tiger King and I watched. Which Tiger King isn't even almost a crime no, show. It's no, Tiger like a, King's not specifically crime. Like there is, there are crimes that are committed in Tiger yes. King, but like it's really more of a just fashion hot crime mess, train wreck. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the whole state of Oklahoma is a crime. Yeah, Oklahoma blows. I've been there. I was there for a weekend. It sucked. And it, but but I've never thought a state would make Florida look good. Yeah, well, it's it's Oklahoma versus Florida, and who's the bigger hillbillies? Pretty much, they're so it. bad. Yeah, it's so trash. What's what are your crime shows then? And then the other one I watched was Don't Fuck with Cats. Okay, well, I don't know Which, if we'll watch that one because that. Well, one, I think you would actually. That one's pretty disturbing. But that one's got see because when I was talking to my friend Steve Miller last week, he said he wouldn't watch Tiger King because of animal abuse, even though there's not all that much. Oh, in it. there's animal abuse is a and a, don't fuck oh, with cats. Yeah, that's the thing. There's legit animal abuse. Yeah, that's why Layla's like shaking her head. Right? It's, no, it's really. No, but you know what, yeah. Joel? You would probably like it. It's really good. Well, I again, I, I this would be one I would watch. Sans Layla. So yes. Um. But anyway, yeah. So but that, that one, I. I, I, I I hated that I watched that because I, I tend to not like true crime. Well, you see the bodies in this Atlanta show on it's, HBO. It's but, not your typical true yeah, crime show. Yeah, it really is more. I mean, for two episodes anyway, it's more about the, uh, you know, sort of the socioeconomic uh, thing, Atlanta in the 70s and what that was like. Although it's funny because, you know, all these kids are disappearing and then they enlist celebrities to help. This was the best. I mean, it's it was we were laughing and it, it's there. I mean, it's by design that the filmmakers put it in. But, you know, Bill Cosby does PSAs telling kids to not get right. in cars with strange people. Michael and then Jackson. Michael Jackson shows up to, like, donate money. Oh, my and God. It's, and they're get, like, oh, my there's God. There's a picture with what, their Now, hold on. Did they get OJ? Uh, you know what? There's 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 many episodes left. I wouldn't be surprised if OJ shows up in this. Did they get Harvey Weinstein? No, my God. But it's it is really, really like really well done. You know what it's like, Corey, and you saw it, the the ESPN OJ thing. Did you you watch that one, right? Yes, I did. The documentary one? Yeah, it's more like that yeah. where it talked about LA and, and they its history. That, they reran that. So I've been, On ESPN, yeah. That's one thing I've been watching a lot of is thirty for thirties. Right. Because ESPN has nothing else to show. Yeah, um, okay, yeah, yeah. ESPN's running all kind of old stuff. So I watched the Rodman one, oh. and that was pretty amazing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, that one. But, uh, but yeah, this Atlanta uh, child murders thing is really good. And, you know, the guy, Wayne Williams was the guy, and it's not giving anything away because it's in the first episode, you know, that he was ultimately arrested and charged with some of these crimes. But what I didn't realize and what was on the episode last night, the second one, um, was that, you know, this guy started a record label, Mm-hmm. And was enticing these children to to make him the next Jackson Five. 
And that was a lot of how, you know, he was getting away with some of these things. So it, it's great. It, you should really oh, watch that. Well, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's I mean, great. It, it, that, it, that's got a history element. And it, and, it, and, and it's long, too. I think it's going to be seven or eight. I think I... Hour uh, longs. Yeah, it's a long show. And it's only I think I back once a week. off True Crime because usually it's like, where did they bury this white woman no. that lived in the suburbs? Well, I'll tell you what. And I, yeah. McMillions. That's the show. Oh, Layla yeah. loved McMillions. That was a you good know, show. I tried to get into McMillions, but it kind of it lost me a little bit. In the it was, it was so densely plotted. Yeah, it's an in, it's, it's an long. interesting yes, story. It is, but I got a little. But bit it lost it actually it actually pays off. It's got a, like a cliffhanger ending. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Right, I'm well, trying. I'm trying to give people the free because HBO now, even if you don't have it. Some other yeah. stuff is free. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm trying to see which ones those are, because I know McMillions is one of them. Yep, that's on Hulu. Uh, Barry. Both seasons of Barry are free on HBO right now. Is there supposed to be another season of Barry? Coming? I think so. I think they're doing another season of when Barry. When do we run out of television? Because I don't know. That's a real problem right. with this, this virus. More stuff eventually... we like. Uh, both seasons of Big Little Lies, which we liked the first one a lot. Season one was better. Season two was not as good. Uh, Sopranos, the whole thing. Sharp Objects. Uh, it's not on there for free. I'm just listing the ones that are oh. for free. We like Sharp um. Objects, but it's not for free. Uh, Sopranos, the whole thing is on there. Six Feet Under, the whole thing is oh. on there. Corey, you like Veep. You can watch all seven seasons of Veep for free. You know, I we watched every episode of Six Feet Under when it came out, and yeah. I've never felt any desire to watch Same it. Same okay. here. Uh, the and Wire. It's such a grueling show. You it's can brilliant. watch all of The Wire for free on HBO right now. All right. Uh, here's some of the stuff that we watched. Did, uh, did did hipsters finally calm down about The Wire? I don't know. I never watched because it, it was, there was <laughs> you pretty much could not like you had to state your love for The Wire. All right, to get in the nightclub. Here's some more good stuff. Elvis Presley, The Searcher, the Elvis doc from a couple of years ago. That was ago. good. That, that was, was really good. Um, we watched "I Love You Now Die" about that girl who texted her boyfriend and he killed himself, and she oh, got yeah. on trial. That was good. Mm-hmm. The Inventor, Out for Blood in Silicon oh, Valley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos, oh, yeah. great documentary. That's out for free. Uh, what else do we have on here? And then there's a bunch of movies here. I'm trying to see if any of these movies are good. Yeah, some of them are good. I don't know. Crazy Stupid Love is pretty good. Did you? You didn't watch Trolls World Tour? That no, was not, I didn't watch uh, Trolls World Tour. Not you yet. can watch the last. By the way, the last theatrical movie I saw in a theater. Yeah, and it might be the last one I see for <laughs> months and months. They better fix this problem soon. What is that? The Hunt. Oh, we might watch The Hunt. We have a copy of it, but I don't know. Well, the, the, I'm not going to... Look, The Hunt is what it is. Uh, it, it's kind of fun. Okay. It's also kind of a mess. All right. But the amazing thing about The Hunt is, remember, it got, like, postponed. Yes. They they were, like, you know... There was there was Trump, a shoot. There was, like, a Walmart shooting the week before it was right. going to open, a, and so they pulled it. There was a shooting, and then Trump tweeted about it, and yeah. then, like, a bunch of, like, talk radio guys said, this is... You know, they made it a topic for a couple of days and it got a bunch of bad press and they pulled it off the schedule and they release it like two days before they <laughs> shut down all the movies. It's kind of a wow. cursed movie, but it's there's a lot of famous cursed... people in that. Yeah. Um, Betty Gilpin from Glow is the lead. Yeah. OK. Like, the last girl. And she's actually it's a shame. She's really good. The movie's kind of OK. OK. But the fun part about the hunt, I will say one thing I enjoyed it because it's like a satire 
but they kind of don't hit the targets real like you know they're okay. trying to make fun of both sides yeah and it doesn't it gets a little mushy and it doesn't quite hit as hard as it thinks it's doing but betty gilpin's good and the fun part is they kill off a bunch of named stars okay and you just every time you think someone's going to be the lead they get blown up. Okay. So, so that, that's uh, kind of fun. Yeah. Th- that's kind of fun. It's a good structure. All right. All right. We also have, we may be watching some old Bong Joon-ho stuff that I got from Korean. Okay. Stuff. So that might like be the, Like the host? Uh, I think, uh, which one? There's a murder mystery oh. one. Oh, and, people from Parasite? Yeah, the Parasite guy. Yeah, we'll watch some of his stuff, I think, because that's on our, kind of on the docket. Always, but yeah. Sure. Yeah, anyway, all right. And and again, like I said, uh, our movie show was great. And, uh, you know, if you're looking for stuff from a few uh, months ago that we did Movie Mania 2020 with Corey and Jason Filan Mares. And, um, well, if they ever do movies again. Well, Par- uh, Parasite is now on Hulu. So there you go. Big streaming release for that. And most of the other stuff you can rent or it's streaming somewhere else. And I, we'll see if they that. release some of this other stuff that's supposed to come out. <laughs> well, the thing is, what they're doing, you know, like, for a lot of these movies is they're just putting them out next year because they can't make movies this year. It's not just mm-hmm. a matter of like, they're not releasing them because yeah, the theaters aren't the open. Up. Yeah. So it's like, if they, if they actually hold these movies, there'll be movies to watch when the theaters reopen because otherwise there's not going to be movies to watch. Oh, I didn't so right. think about that. And then some of the stuff I know uh, that whatever, I mean, there are movies there, in the pipe. There are movies. Yeah. In yeah. The yeah. Pipeline, well, the Camille Nanjiani the- thing is going to be on Netflix now. Remember we saw the trailer for that? He's on a date with that woman. No. Nope. And we've oh, seen okay. the trailer. It's the girl from Insecure and him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just decided to put that on Netflix and not theatrical well, release. Yeah, but I mean, usually it takes things like a two year, you know, movie yeah. pipeline. So there's stuff in the in the reservoir, but you're right. The big releases they're going to push till next yeah. spring. And then they then push everything back. So anyway. All right, Corey, thank you for coming on. Well we're gonna say I'm, goodbye. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, back to marathoning Doctor Who from the 70s. All right, well, you so I'll knock just, yourself uh, out with that. No, it's really, it's, it's, this is weird. I mean, even for a guy who watches movies for a living, yeah. there's, I'm getting tired. So well. I'm losing strength. <laughs> Watch some of that stuff we told you to. It's good stuff. But, anyway. uh, congratulations on uh, having a girlfriend during the quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yes, that's fine. I, uh, there were times I timed it well, yeah. didn't I? Yeah, no, it's a good move. Uh, because I'm, I'm, I've never appreciated being married more. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, God forbid, I you're see, one of these I see guys. these comics posting. Oh my goodness! And they're like, they can't go wank off in public at the open mics. <laughs> that literally. Well, we joked. We didn't know what we'd do if I wasn't living here. Well, yeah, right? yeah. If Layla hadn't, Layla moved in like last summer. So right. had she not. I'd, You're yeah, actually happy about that. Now. Yeah, so well, it's amazing. Sure. It's, it's really amazing. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's, uh, no, well, no, it's a, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Corey, get Corey. out of here. I got <laughs> to go. Uh, I got to go hunt toilet paper. Yeah, in a while. yeah please right. go, Bye, go look Corey. for that. Bye, Corey. Bye, That's Corey. Bye. Bye. It's Corey Hall. Oh, you get him on. Hey, this will be quick. It's an hour later. He's still talking. He won't shut up. All right. Between the two of you. Well, between <laughs> I will shut up right now. I will have you know that I'm going to be quiet. Mm, will you? I am. I don't know about that. I'm going to play the theme song and I'm going to say good night. Listen to that. There it is. You're going to talk over it, though. Just say goodbye to you and to thank you (laughs) for being on the podcast. You're welcome. And to thank you for being good company in the house 24 hours a day, seven days a week for a month now. Yeah. And uh, thank Ted Moss. Wish him the best. Mm -hmm. Go check out. 
Ted talks too much and the Ted whatever. Oh, this song was way. I was fast forwarded. I joined this in the middle. Should I restart it? <laughs> I don't know. You need more time to talk. I don't know what I need. Yeah, I was like, this song's almost over. <laughs> the fuck did I do? I think it remembered from last time. <laughs> but anyway, Layla, thank you. You're welcome. And Ted, thank you. Ted Moss, go to Ted Talks Too Much. Corey Hall, thank you. And to anyone uh, locked up, uh, you know, and decided to listen to us, thank you. Uh, I know a lot of people listen in their cars to podcasts. And there's not a lot of people in their cars nowadays, so that's too bad. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Hopefully, we'll check in with you in another couple weeks here. So stay safe, everybody. Wear your masks unless they suffocate you like the one your mother made me, Layla. Uh- <laughs> You're not supposed to be able to breathe it's, that well through them. Yes, you are supposed to breathe well. I have my theory. Mm-hmm. We'll see. The only test is for you to wear your mask. I'll wear my insane clown posse bandana, and one of us will drop dead. And then you can say you're right. <laughs> is that what you want? Yes. No. <laughs> say no. You want me to not drop I don't dead. want you to die. All right. Well, we'll, we'll get out of here. Enjoy uh, your pandemic. Enjoy your lockdown. I don't know. Hopefully next time we won't be on lockdown That'd anymore. be nice, but I don't know if that's going to be the case. But Anyway, we'll get out of here. Thanks for listening, guys. Joel Radio, we're out. See ya.